Good morning. This is Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. Thank you for tuning in this morning for another sharing of community talk and information. I'm your host, Joyce Harvin. Today's Community Connection show is brought to you by the Saginaw branch of the NAACP and its Youth Council and Evans and Brown's Funeral Home. We urge you to get connected, be informed, and stay involved. We start this show with the President's weekly address, The President's Address is brought to you by Rita's Southern Soul Cafe. Now, here is the Commander-in-Chief of the United States, President Barack Obama. Hello, everybody. One of America's greatest strengths is our free market. A thriving private sector is the lifeblood of our economy. It's how we create jobs, expand opportunities, and give everybody a shot at success. It's what's made America the strongest country on Earth. The most essential ingredient in a healthy free market is competition. But right now, too many companies are engaging in behaviors that stifle competition, like blocking new competitors from entering the market or limiting the information and options that give consumers real choice. As a consequence, the rest of us pay higher prices for lower quality products and services. Workers receive lower wages than they otherwise would. Small businesses and entrepreneurs can get squeezed out of the market. And none of that is fair or good for our economy. The deck should not be stacked in favor of the wealthiest individuals and the biggest corporations against working Americans. And that's why my administration is doing everything we can to reverse this trend and promote more competition in the marketplace. In addition to enforcing the rules on the books, I've directed federal agencies to identify anti-competitive behavior in different industries and find new and specific ways to promote competition. One industry that's ripe for change is cable TV. Right now, 99% of cable and satellite TV customers rent set-top boxes from their providers. According to one survey, this costs households an average of more than $230 per year. We spend some $20 billion to rent these devices. While we have almost unlimited choice in what we watch on television, from traditional programming to online content, There's next to no competition to build a better user-friendly product that allows you to easily access all this content in one place. So most consumers just rent whatever the cable company offers, because we have to. That means companies have little incentive to innovate. As a consequence, we need multiple devices and controllers to access content from different sources. That makes no sense. So, my administration has encouraged the FCC to remove the barriers to competition that prevent new players from offering innovative cable box options to consumers. We know this works. For years, Americans had to rent our telephones from the phone company. This was a while ago, but when the FCC finally unlocked competition for home phones, the marketplace was flooded with all kinds of phone options with new features and at different price points. Consumers suddenly had many options and the whole industry moved forward as a result. The same can happen with cable boxes and in dozens of areas of our economy, all of which can make a difference in your everyday life. The bottom line is competition is good for consumers, workers, businesses, and our economy. So I'm gonna keep doing everything I can to make sure that our free market works for everyone. Thanks and have a great weekend. Thank you, Mr. President. You can listen to the President's Address and find out more about what our President has done and is still doing for our nation by going to this website, www.whitehouse.gov. Now, coming up on today's show, the world lost a music genius, Prince, on Thursday 
Prince was found dead in the elevator of his Paisley Park studios in Minnesota. Cause of death will be determined by the autopsy, which is now in progress. Prince was 57 years old. For next week's show, I am putting together interviews with local radio directors and promoters who got to know the Purple One on a professional basis when he visited Saginaw. Again, that's on next week's show here on Community Connections, our tribute to Prince. The news of Prince's death reminded me that I should continue to honor and celebrate the lives of local recording artists. I was saving one of my segments with Lavelle Jackson, the newest member of the Dramatics, for airing in June during Black Music Month, but I think I will air it this morning. I never want to lose an opportunity to give flowers now. Later in the show, I talk with Chris Dillard, a community activist and treasurer for the Buena Vista Township. She rallied shoppers around the closing of Kroger's store on Dixie Highway. Despite her efforts, the store closed up on Friday at 6 p.m. I talk with her about the closing and what's next. And former State Representative Carl Williams gives us a few more words of wisdom on learning lessons from the Flint water crisis and getting ready for this election season by attending community forums and town hall meetings. All on today's show, I'll get started after these messages. The Saginaw Alumni Chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity presents the fourth annual All Men's Health Fair, Fight Like a Man for Your Health, on Saturday, June 4th, 2016, 10 o'clock to 2 p.m. at St. Mary's of Michigan Health Education Center. That's located at 800 South Washington here in Saginaw. Special guest is Greg Kelser, basketball champion, sportscaster, and inspirational speaker. Mr. Kelser will appear at 10 a.m. for a motivational talk, followed by a book signing and autograph photo session. The Men's Health Fair also offers free health screens, mini health assessments, foot screens, hearing, vision, dental, cholesterol, blood pressure, health and wellness, and physician lectures. For more information, call this number, 754-9761. Good morning. You're listening to Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. I'm Joyce Harbin. And, uh, you know, one of the big things that's happening in our community is closing of Kroger's grocery store, one of our main grocery stores here, located right on Dixie Highway in Buena Vista. My guest this morning is Chris Dillard. Now, you may have read about Chris. She is the Buena Vista Township treasurer. She has been leading a group of people from the communities as a a concerned citizen, but she's leading people to protest and ask why. And she's been doing that for a couple of weeks, ever since they made the announcement, which was about a month ago. I want to welcome Chris Dillard to the show. Welcome to Community Connections. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for being here this morning. Chris, give us, well, give us basic information and an update. When did the Treasurer's Office or the Buena Vista, Buena Vista Office know this location would be closing, and what reasons did they give? Well, first of all, um, our entire community learned about the closure. At the same time, the employees at the Kroger store, the officers, the um, community itself was all acknowledged about the closure at the same time the through same M Live. Time. Why? Oh, you're kidding. That's the way that they that's found the out? Way, that's the, the way. Employees. The employees? Employees as well. Oh, that's bad. And the, what reason has been given 
per the employees? Because I don't know if they've contacted you or responded your questioning or your... What was the reason that was given that the store was being closed? Well, there was a Michigan representative from um, the Kroger Corporation that came down and said that because of ill profits or lack of profits over the last four years, um, they decided to close the store based on based on that. Lack of profits. How can they say that? I mean, do they show you anything in writing? I mean, and not in writing, but show you any data that would pertain to... We actually found some data that okay. in the report that they're required to file. In the report, um, a couple of us proved through it um, very carefully. We did not find that there were any negative numbers whatsoever mm-hmm. as far as this Kroger store mm-hmm. um, was concerned. But so we assumed that because they didn't reach a profit number that they were looking that for. That they were looking that for. That they were looking for. I that see. maybe that was the case. So we were looking for where they lost from the store. We didn't see that, but maybe they had some number that we will never know that they didn't make it to, and so they based it on that. How has your um, your efforts to uh, protest and rally in front of Kroger's, how has that been met? Has any additional information come forward from the Kroger company? Nothing to date from the Kroger company itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say that I am have been very proud of my community coming together to rally for this cause. As you know, the closure of this store will be a detriment to our community overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have sent the Kroger Corporation over 1,700 comment cards to let them know. 1,700. More than 1,000. Yes, more than 1,700 to let them know how much this would affect um, us in the the neighborhood. And this were from different people. So it extends across many neighborhoods. Right, right. Everyone received the same response. And that response was no comment. Well, it wasn't no comment, but they say we understand <laughs> mm-hmm. that this is difficult. However, mm-hmm. we are closing. We are closed. And that's definite. Now, today is Tuesday, Chris, Madam Treasurer. <laughs> it's going to be, this is going to take place in just a few days. Yes, on Saturday, April 23rd at 5 o'clock p.m. They wouldn't even do the full shift, <laughs> you know? Wow. And so once we find out that um, they they refused to respond or would not respond, um, we then kind of shifted our goals and say, well, can you extend the time mm-hmm. that you close? Mm-hmm. Maybe give us to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, no response. No response. No response. Absolutely no response. Are they giving the employees any update in terms of what have they said to the employees? What have the employees <laughs> well, said? Well, a couple of employees that are there, and I, I'm in the store almost every day, mm-hmm. so um they didn't even know if they were going to have a job or be transferred until last week. So we do have some employees that will be um, transferred to other Kroger stores. Um, uh, several has been laid off, and so it's just been kind of, you know, disheartening. Yeah. The, one of the biggest dis- disappointments is that there really wasn't no notice. You know, right. it's just was days. out there and... No one had a chance even to even just um, to anything. And, you know, just seeing things, like you said, you saw the extra employees. Yes, we, They yes, extended yes. the hours. Yes, yes, They changed the store around, you know, cleaned yes, it up. Yes, so we're they did. thinking, you know, 
I'm telling you, and then maybe right before the announcement, I went in and the produce department looks so different. I said, I said, they've changed things around. This looks a lot brighter. It's not all, you know, cause I had no idea that they were getting ready to, to notify the people, everyone, that they were closing the store. But I just wonder why Kroger's has such a blatant disregard for the people who shop there, the, the <clears throat> buying public, the people who support them. And just because they're not meeting their uh, mark in terms of profits should not mean that they want to close a store from a neighborhood that does not have a store. Okay, the closest one is four miles away, and it is a much smaller store than the one on Dixie, and I'm talking about the one in Bridgeport. Mm -hmm. We have senior citizens in this area who have to catch a ride, I guess, to get to the store because the bus line does not go all the way into Bridgeport. Correct. Have you been able to talk with uh, the STARS bus line about transportation? We actually have. Um, we we uh, met not too long ago trying to figure out what will our residents do mm -hmm. when this store goes away. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, we have other grocery stores or other stores that come into the neighborhood and pick up yeah. our citizens like yes. Walmart and the STARS bus haven't already cut mm -hmm. from their budget woes, right. I have absolutely no idea what our seniors or our residents that don't have transportation is going to do. And there's a senior facility on. right next door, behind sort of uh, Kroger's right there. That's, mm -hmm. that's pretty devastating. And, and actually there's um, approval for another one to be built in that same area. So we have several... Um, senior citizen housing right in that area mm -hmm. that already exists, mm -hmm. um, three to be exact, that all use that store for all of their grocery needs and pharmaceutical needs and other needs as well. So it's it's really going to be a big hit. Let's hope that another full-line grocery store is coming to the area soon. Thanks, Chris, for being here and sharing that information. Stay tuned. There's more to come right here on Community Connections. 